0: If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. It's so perfect because you're
1: sitting in the seat that I sit in right now. And when I'm sitting in this seat, these guys, they, they dump all the all the sex questions, all the stuff that these guys want to talk about, but they can't talk about because they're married. They're afraid. That. That's what I'm afraid of, Joe. Joe, I'm afraid right now. I'm afraid to get married because of that reason. I don't ever want to be censored. Ever.
2: Okay. I'm going to say something. Wanna... The fact that your girl has stood by <laughs> you, dude, you're like a 6'3, 253 pound version of Howard Stern. <laughs> she hasn't left you yet and blocked your number, gotten plastic surgery, she is moved bad. to like China, and done like all these things get away from you. The fact that she's still there is vulgar. I'm like, I'm, dude, I'll be honest. I'm not even sure I want to be your friend tomorrow. So, like, and I'm a dude. I ain't trying to fuck you. Well, I mean, after two more drinks, maybe. But, <laughs> um, but the fact that she's still dealing, you have nothing to worry about. All right, you're right. Everybody else, okay, I'll tell you right now, I'm going to be going to movies by myself forever. Um, the next date I might have might only be him. So, I mean. You know, hey, there's, the, there's
1: nothing wrong with that. I keep trying to tell people that. There's I think that, uh, you know, and I picked that up. I had a buddy. I've always been the young guy who hung out with older guys. And I had a buddy who was in his 30s when I was in my 20s. And he used to go to movies by himself. And I used to tease him. And I'd be like, dude, are you are you a loser or what? You don't go to the movies, but you go to the movies by yourself, and then I and then I and then at one point, and it hit my it was when I hit my thirties, and just and I think that's when just like life hit me, just yep. all businesses going, all this shit on my plate, and like it is the most. Stress free moment between that and working out; those two are like seriously my zen moments. Where I go there, I pick the movie I want to watch. Sometimes I pick a movie I don't give a give a fuck about. It's just the fact that I got two hours that I can shut my brain off for a minute, put my feet up, and start going. Like seriously, that's to me.
2: I don't know. I used to I used to think I was a loser too, but it's like uh, if you know why do we have to have a date to go see a movie? There a lot of times. There's a. I mean, I travel so much. I mean, in 2014. I traveled like 44 weeks, you know, I've got two different residences, uh, you know, four different offices. So it was like, why do I, why do I need a date? Why do I want to hang out? First of all, I wasn't, if I wasn't a serious relation, I'm like, why don't want to take a chick to a movie just so I can see the movie. Then I got to hang out with her after. And ladies, I'm not trying to say that I I don't enjoy women, but it's like, if I had a serious girlfriend, that's great. But what if she's busy? What if she's doing something, you know? And there was times that I was dating a girl. She was living in Florida. I was here, you know? So it was like, I want to see this movie, you know, I'll tell you a funny story. Um, so when I first bought my house in Northern California, I was living in LA and um, you know, I, I told you I was moving there cause I thought because of an ex and stuff and blah, blah, blah. But so for the first year in 2014, I was probably only there for like three days. Now I bought this house on uh, a gated community on a golf course. There's like families everywhere and kids. Um, and my neighbors, like they couldn't understand. And it's not a call to sack of all the places. They're like, why did this young guy buy this like five bedroom house? He has no kids, nobody. I, I, I didn't go there once for the first six months. I sold my place in L.A. Um, and then finally I came back, you know, like Thanksgiving. I was back from town for a week. Of course, I went to a movie by myself. Um, and, of course, like the kids in my – there's a bunch of, like, high school football players in my neighborhood. So, like, people kind of started to figure out, like, who I was. They would see me at the gym or, like, running sprints at the high school when I was in town. Um, and so, like, I, apparently rumors, like, started to surface because I would be in town for four or five days. I'd be gone for, like, two or three months. People are like, why does he have this house? Wait, I think you're a drug dealer or something like that. No, <laughs> they're like, they're like, why does it? I that, why did, know he's an athlete. They're like, sure. why does he have this house? But he's not here. Why is he going to movies by himself? Why does he go to the high school at eight o'clock at night in the football field and, and just run sprints by himself? Um, so long story short, I've, I've now had this house for like 18 months, and a girl from LA comes up to visit. We go to we go to the movies, um, and the I told you the kid that works at the at the Blue Oaks Cinema. He literally says to me, he's like, it's nice to see you with the date. I probably had gone to like 25 movies by myself at this point. Uh, goes, what do you mean? He goes, well, he he goes, just so you know, he goes, that, that people, you know, talk about, I think you work for like the CIA or uh- the <laughs> FBI because you're always gone. And I was like, and the girl I was with, she kind of looked at me like, oh my God. Uh, and I told her how there was like, my neighbors thought I was a little weird, a little strange. So I was gone so much. And Of course, me being the douchebag that I am, I could have been like, no, dude, I have a place you in LA. You played right into it. I look at him. No, and don't I tell go, anybody. I go. I can neither confirm nor deny your <laughs> statement. And this conversation never happened. And I have the. I looked at him like straight face, <laughs> like this. <laughs> he, kid, he's like 16. He was like so fucking scared. Does that yeah. not remind you the star the OnStar, uh, the on-star oh, yeah. story that,
1: the star story that I used to tell? Oh, yeah. yeah, with my OnStar, yeah. uh, fucking same thing. All right, so let's
0: that. let's get into some fitness That's stuff. Right. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, maybe. yeah. Let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> what grip let's, do you like
1: um, for deadlifts and master everything? You <laughs> hate. Overhand, <or> underhand. <laughs> well, do we do we even have any questions? Are we going to go off of Joe's page or the Mind Pump go, page? Yeah, or, let's
0: ask let's ask some some maybe some diet questions or. Well, let's go
1: let's go on to Joe's page real quick. I know Joe got Joe got a bunch on there when when he posted. Somebody
0: told me to ask you about your eating donuts pre-workout or something did you do a post or something like that
2: yeah so um, I, I,
0: i'm like what are they talking about
2: so, so like eight or nine months ago um like we did not really have it like in there's not one in, in, in la and in beverly hills like a Krispy Kreme donuts and there wasn't really one in upstate new york so you know devin linder who um he was like yeah man he's like he's like I, was, I go into the gym we're supposed to train chess and he's like in his car for like 10 like where the fuck were you and he's like i had to finish the donuts I go, what do you mean and he had, like, a dozen Krispy Kreme original glazed donuts. And I'm like, he's like, you get a sick pump. I'm like, <laughs>
0: <"What?">
2: A <laughs> sick pump from the donut. So, okay. So, chest day, uh, the next week, I went and got a half a dozen. And so, what's great about the Krispy Kreme original glazed donuts is, especially when you get them fresh, normally, like, a donut. They're don- full of organized Well, normally, <laughs> normally, <laughs> <laughs> normally a donut, um, it's, like, kind of, like, doughy and kind of, you know, like, thick. The Krispy Kreme Donuts, especially when they're fresh, the original glaze, there's, there's no chocolate, so there's no dairy. Um, they like You can throw them, they just melt in your mouth. Like yeah. It's unbelievable. You can yeah. put in six like it's no joke.
0: Yeah, they got them in Chicago. Yeah. I love so,
2: those. So, I took my pre-workout, you know, six grams of citrulline, betaine and beta-alanine, and I had six donuts. And honestly, like, I know I looked. you know, I looked normal like a t-shirt. If you had seen me in that chest workout, you would have thought I was on so much drugs. I'd never been so full and so vascular. It was ridiculous. And so I started the hashtag, like, Team Donuts. If you look on Instagram, like, tons of people started doing it. And we created, like, an Instagram page, like, Team Donuts. I started posting all the time. It got to the point where Krispy Kreme started following me and – this is probably probably you get yeah, free donuts now. Yeah, now when I go, in, they don't. They won't. They won't charge me for donuts. That is awesome. <laughs> that is so, so awesome. So I literally. So I literally. They just went to print yesterday. It's the team donuts tank tops and like 200. No way. Five, so as only, of this morning, 200, 200, so 200, f- 237 tanks had already been sold. So pre-sold. a
0: fitness guy literally closed a donut company into giving him free <laughs> yeah. donuts for fitness. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's the, probably the best what? sales just story. What? You know, here's out. the thing.
2: I'm not going to tell people like go out and eat. Uh, you know, and eat. Well, donuts. no. It's the fast carbs. It's the fast carbs. It's like it's the soluble sugar, and because there's no dairy, and and if you look at like you know like a Krispy Kreme donut, um, you know just the original glaze, you know like there's less sugar in it than if you had like you know a large serving of like strawberries and stuff like that. So I'm not saying it's healthier. All I'm saying is that if you're lean and you want to get a sick pump pre workout, have maybe two or three or four donuts, but you got to get them hot. And <laughs> there's no science to support that, but somehow it gets in your system faster. Yeah. Get a good pre workout, something that has like five or six grams of citrulline. Your pump will be ridiculous. Oh I'm God. telling you, we'll, ching, stay, ching, out. we'll ching, stay out. We'll stay out all ching. night tonight. We'll get hammered, er, and uh, <laughs> er, and then er, tomorrow morning keyword. we'll go work out and and you'll see. I'll give you. I'll give you some of my pre workout, which has real ingredients, and and then we'll have some donuts, and it'll be we'll either throw up and die or we'll be the best workout ever. Ching. It'll be dude, awesome. Can we do that? Can we do yeah. that tomorrow?
0: Have some crispy. What's,
2: what's your morning like? what's your morning? What you do? Your day look like at tomorrow.
0: Have a work. We'll see. <laughs> we'll, <laughs> we'll see, see what, happens. what happens. I'm so on, yeah.
1: dude. Yeah. I'm so on for that. <laughs> <laughs> donuts
0: and donuts oh, and donuts. I don't, don't know. what like, nice like, oh, We, ends. we Is deadlifted already. What about donuts. post-workout? Post-workout. Do you have any meals that you... Uh...
2: <sighs> uh... Do you really want me to get into like my whole nutrition thing? Because it's kind of people are gonna be all fucked up about it. Okay. Well, so you know, let's, let's, here's,
1: here's the thing. Well, I, only, I, th- I only eat one solid meal. Here's, here's the thing that I, I, mean, I want oh, you.
0: He on. eats one solid whoa, meal a day. Whoa, yeah, whoa, I want to. I awesome. want That's what I want to get into. I, I want to like talk it. about.
1: Um, and There's I know a lot we, of booze. We talked. <laughs> <laughs> we talked a little bit about fitness myths. You're in about, good company, my I want to. I want to talk about some of the things that that you you've evolved and learned yourself. You you mentioned a little bit at lunchtime yourself when we were talking and hanging out that. You know, you learned, uh, you know, that you were kind of eating incorrectly yes. before and then you've changed things. And, you know, what have you learned that I love to let people know, because obviously everyone who's listening to us right now, we've we've built the credibility that we're pretty smart guys in the fitness right. industry. We know what we're fucking talking right. about. But at the same time, too, we've learned a lot ourselves. We, we right. made some fucking mistakes in the past and absolutely share that a little bit. Right. with
2: them. I think a lot of us, we people don't talk enough about how they fucked up. Um, exactly. And so, yeah. And so. You know the December issue of Fitness arcs for Men. I'll be on the cover again, and and they wanted me to write an article about like hit training, or, and I was like, no, I want to do something that's gonna matter to people. Because let's be honest, guys, how many times do we even if we have a friend like Craig Caperso or someone that's on the cover of Iron Man or whatever Muscle Mag, how many times do we actually read the article? Never, right? right? Nobody. Does. So I wanted to write an article that was gonna matter. So um, the story I'm about to tell is is 100 is true story. It's what the article about. So basically. When I first got in the fitness industry, it was only, you know, it was less than four years ago. It feels like forever. But um, you know, I got the call on my birthday. I was eating ice cream cake and I was, you know, I, I just I live life like an athlete. It was 238 pounds. I was lean, I was stuffed in my face with ice cream cake, but I lifted like an athlete and I ran sprints like an athlete. I didn't, you know, track calories. Um, but anyway, Steve Blackman calls me and he's like, Hey Jody, it's you know, as he talks. Um and so his concern was, he's like, you know, he's like, well, you know, most fitness guys are a lot smaller, and he's like, but Greg Plitt's a good model. He's like, Greg is like, an inch or two shorter than you, and he's like 190 pounds. He's like, so could you come into your shoot, you know, because they wanted, to you know, give me a test shoot for the Fitness arts cover. He's like, uh, could you come into your shoot about like 205? And I'm like, I'm in 205. He's like, i my fucking learners. Actually, before my learners, permit, since ninth grade. Um, so literally, so that's what I did is I, I follow, I texted a couple of friends that I had in the fitness industry. I won't call them out. Um, every morning before work at five in the morning, I did an hour fast of cardio. I was eating nothing but protein and vegetables. Um, I would lift after work. And then at night I would jog the 3.2 miles to the high school. Um, I would do some, you know, 30, 40, 50 yard sprints, jog home. I think at the end of five weeks, I got down to like 221, 222, um, but flat, um, was hor- I had no energy, it was horrible. I mean, it was like... I was probably taking in 1,500 milligrams of caffeine a day just to get through work, probably mm-hmm. like three or four at I mean, I was just so tired, it felt mm-hmm. awful. Mm-hmm. Um, two weeks out from my shoot, my ankles were hurting. I had stress fractures in both of my ankles. Um, so I was probably, you know, probably taking like 1,200 calories a day. So, anyways, did the shoot, everything went fine, whatever. Um, four or five days after the shoot, I went from 221 to probably 245. Not a big deal. You know, more, more, most competitors kind of blow up after shows and get a lot of body fat. I mean, I've been as high as 265 with abs, so I could hold it. The problem was um, four weeks later, when they asked me to, to shoot the cover of muscle and fitness, I was about 250 at the time. I was like, "Sure, no problem. I'll be ready." Um, then, when I went to diet, like to get leaner, to get down to four not work. It, couldn't do it. Yeah. Um, what do you mean by you couldn't do it? You did it, and the body didn't respond. Oh yeah, I couldn't lose any weight. Right. Yeah. Right, I mean, right. I just, I mean, I, I just looked big and full, so but I just wasn't. I mean, and literally, so it was like an hour. This is so common too. That's why. So it was like hour cardio in the morning. I was doing hour cardio after lunch. At one point, I was like fasting for like twenty four hours. Nothing worked. Um, My body just my my metabolism had just shut down. So you
0: had experienced metabolic damage, excessive, yeah, Yeah. Um, firsthand,
2: yeah. And and here's the thing, like, um, I believe a lot of people are like mentally weak. You know, like people complain like, oh, prep was so hard, this and that. Mm so I never really complained about anything. I mean, I work 18 hour days all the time. So, but it, I'll be honest, that was the first time in my life where it was like, I didn't feel good about myself. It was hard to get through work. It's even hard to focus. Um, I just fucked my body up, you know, my, mm-hmm. my, my hormone levels and everything. So I was still able to, to get myself in a decent enough shape, not where I wanted to be to shoot the cover, but anyways, but after that, thank God, I'm trying to remember how I even stumbled on it. Lane Norton wasn't like popular at that time, but he'd done a couple of video blocks. Some, I, somehow I got turned on to it. Um, didn't know Lane went to his YouTube. His first three video blogs were so boring. Lane was terrible at the beginning. I love you, Lane. You're my boy now. But then he did a video on metabolic damage, and I listened to it, and I started doing research. I made a post on my fan page about I hate the fuck. I hate the term fan page. I made a post on like my follower page, and it like went viral. Like literally, it you know there was like a hundred thousand. You struck.
0: Still, you struck a nerve. Well, because the
2: way I wrote it up, I, I, I equated to how what happened to me, and right. this is that, and blah blah blah. And so. Uh, and it resonated with so many people. And you'll be honest, there's so many people that have suffered from metabolic damage. They've done too much list cardio, cut too many Absolutely. calories. They've rebounded. Their metabolism slows down. They can't lose weight. I don't know how many people it resonated with. Um, and it, the, the, my post went viral, and Lane actually reached out to me, thanking me. for And so that's how we actually became friends. So I started doing tons of research on metabolic damage and reverse dieting. And so it got to a point where six months after that whole situation, um, I was probably 240 pounds at the time, and it was – I think I was eating about 3,100 calories a day. So I was still doing an hour almost of list cardio. But anything over 3,100 calories, 3,200 calories, I was gaining weight. Um, and i, I 3,100 calories when you're a big guy, it's not, it's not, not a lot. Right? Yeah. It's not yeah. a lot. I was thinking about when I was in college. I mean, dude, I used to have to force feed myself like to keep weight on when I was playing football and I, and I was ripped. So I knew something wasn't right. Um, so I started cutting my cardio back from list cardio, the more I read – so 50 minutes, 40 minutes, 30 minutes. and I replaced it with just hit cardio. It was 20 minutes, 10 minutes. To the end. So I started to do literally just sprints or just sled pushes or plate pushes. I put a 45-pound plate on the floor, sprinter stance, and push it down the gym and then back. I started to no- notice that I was losing weight on 3,100 calories just doing hit cardio three days a week. So then I started to reverse diet. Every, every 14 days, I would add 10 grams of, of carbs. And then every month, I was adding 10 grams of fat. Um, and then you know, two years later, I was at about six thousand calories, doing no hit cardio, walking around at two forty two, two forty three, um, you know, five six six percent body fat. I, I, I'm like the case study of someone who did it completely wrong, but I took the time to to fix things. To right. you know, and here's the thing, it's like, and and now I mean, I'm now probably a little over seven thousand calories a day to maintain my body weight. And if I don't like today, you know, because I, I traveled here and so. I guarantee, if we go weigh, my, weigh me in the gym tomorrow, I'll yeah, probably be like two. Me. I'll probably be like two forty-two. Tomorrow yeah, morning, so tomorrow morning, I'll have lost six pounds yeah. because of today. Yeah. Today
1: we ate yeah. twice and drank a little bit, and so yeah. like that tomorrow I'll have just lost because you missed yeah. meals. Yeah. Yeah. But
2: and here's the thing, I, and people were like, "Why? Why would you want to do that to yourself? Why?" The whole point of building your metabolic rate is not so you can just post pictures of pizzas and donuts. It's so you can make life simple, stupid. You can make life easier for you. You shouldn't have to be a person that. um has to worry about, fuck, I mean, can I have that piece of bread? It's gonna go to my ass. Or do I, uh, I if I miss cardio tomorrow, it's not gonna, you know, it's gonna, it's gonna mess me up. Or you should be a person that hit, 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 you've built your body so efficient and so strong um, that you have leeway. I've always said, like, girls like compete in bikini, they should be able to step on stage within, like, like two or three weeks of prep. Like, when these girls' weight fluctuates, like 30, 40 pounds, I mean, guys, does our weight fluctuate 20 pounds? Yeah, oh yeah. no. Adam, what do you weigh right now? Yeah, I'm two about 227. You're only 227? Yeah. I'm, the, I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: You're only fucking 227. Yeah, but I'm well, I'm 227, dry, naked, first thing in the morning. No, I get all the way up to... I'm saying right now. Yeah. Oh, I'm about 235. Right now.
2: Why yeah. does he look so fucking big? Adam's got... Adam's got... He's got... <laughs> I the, thought you were like 250. No, he's got face. the bone structure.
1: It's in my yeah. face. It yeah. does not watch. He's got a fat face. Get, yeah. No, I he's got, got he's got I've got that. Shit in his fuck beard. you're only two thirty something. I've got yeah. that na- you, I was
2: built. So for... I hate see, I hate guys like you. You're lighter, but you look bigger. I'm bigger, but I look lighter. Uh, it's yeah. fucked up. Uh, yeah. You know so how it is. Uh, it's like uh, fucked uh, up. Yeah, but you're strong as uh, fuck. Yeah. Fucked, so. yeah, yeah exactly. No, I'm really uh, not. I'm not. Yes, you are. Two hundred five. I'm downplaying that shit. I'm not. Yeah. Yes, no one cares. No one cares about a one eighty five. I can bro. I
1: might have you on the chest uh, press, bro, but I'll take your squats. Oh, for real, any
2: day. We'll finish a bottle of vodka. We'll see. I'm strong as fuck when I'm drunk. Uh,
0: <laughs> watch out. Try, well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might not even be stronger no. than that. no. We'll no play no. some slosh ball. Well, and God, all. God, really, we know what? well
2: God bless you. you. You have great genetics. You're a handsome fuck, and you have an awesome girlfriend who tolerates your shit. I'm gonna go home and be upset now. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> well, um, I, this, go watch the Noobus yourself.
0: That was such a good uh, you know uh, explanation because uh, it, it just exemplifies the body's amazing ability to adapt. It does, and, and, and things, your body can adapt to so little calories. And when that happens, you're fucked. It, it, it's really a bad position to be in and it takes time to come out of it it's not going to happen overnight
2: well i think that's when you and i started really talking was I, I th- so your page used to be private remember your instagram page yeah. um and so i remember when i requested you next segment the first post i saw was you made you said something about reverse dieting and i, I remember i tagged you i was like i was like yeah i was like good post motherfucker and i'm like that's That's how Italians talk. We're like, yeah, Uh, yeah, uh, asshole, (laughs) good job, you know? But I was. I was like, that's great I want to see more people, you know, talking about that. Um, Because it's important. You know, it's important after a show to not just binge eat whatever you want, but to reverse diet, to add calories. And when I saw that, I was like, oh, I was like like mind. You know, it's important. How many girls do we know that have dieted on almost no calories and done tons of cardio, a coach puts them on drugs, and they rebound and they gain 20 or 30 pounds. Dude, 20 or 30 pound gain? on somebody that weighs 100 pounds yeah, 120 yeah, pounds this yeah. is yeah. fucking a lot If someone yeah. at, at 230 yeah. that's a lot that's a lot if, yeah. fl- if my weight fluctuated 30 pounds I'd look like shit yeah. right that's um, a lot on a little it's not healthy either Mm-mm. you know and they have to come down a to ton that's of the
0: unhealthy uh, the unhealthy of the fitness industry that's yep. the that's the, the dark side that a lot of well, people it's... don't know and don't understand well how
2: many times have you had people say man I go to these expos and nobody looks like their pictures yes. it's yes. Yes. it is yeah. true it's oh, true yeah. Yeah. the girls blow up the guys look terrible unless they're competing and right. it's just they take all their pictures when they're super yeah. hot and fit and, Dude, and- the first time I went to the Olympia, I remember I was, was Diego Sebastian and Whitney Reed were we walking through and these girls came up and they're like, oh my God, I, I know who the fuck any of them were. Yeah. <laughs> they don't look like that. And I'm not knocking girls for being overweight, but it's just when you when you go to those extremes and you rebound equally extreme, it, it changes your look, changes your face, well, changes everything. Well,
0: that's the other thing. Most people who are listening, most people who are listening to us right now are interested in getting fit, looking good, long-term. Right. Most people not looking to... Get to that extreme well, anyway. So don't follow stage. don't follow those extreme no. practices. Yeah, the unfortunate part
1: though, the people that are that are sending the message are those people that are at right. that that is. That's extreme what they us up, up to. And, yeah. did, and did it all wrong. Right. And that's and that's the reason why uh I was so adamant about us doing what we do right now is I was like I was so blown away by how bad it was, man. How wrong. It's like dude, there's so Horrible. many people that I mean, people are just they're so miserable. And it, it it it's so it's so crazy and the pendulum swung so far that people actually almost brag about how miserable their prep is. That's like, who who could go through more torture? And I'm like, really? I really I'm like, the last, like, seven to ten I days is a little rough. That's I
2: don't remember. That was the first post you ever liked on mine a couple of weeks ago. But that was, um, I made a post about about prepping and mental toughness. And uh, here's the thing, like, it baffles me when people are like, oh, this was the, obviously this was a response to all the Olympia posts. But they're like, oh, my God, this was the hardest prep ever, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. I'm like, time out hold on flag in the play I'm like most of these people correct correct me if I'm wrong they don't work real jobs right yeah they they, they are either sponsor or things are taken care of or maybe they work personal trainer part-time that's fine there's nothing wrong with that right, that's right. great if that's your life and you can get by, congratulations I can't do it I'm, I'm happy for you so anyways most of these people they have the time to get up and do an hour cardio in the morning lift later and most of them are sponsored by some meal company so meaning wait a minute your healthy food is delivered to your house. Or maybe somebody's making it for you or whatever. What are you complaining about? You're complaining about time timeout timeout. Let's just look at the facts. You're complaining about the fact that you have the opportunity to work out twice a day and to eat five or six healthy meals? Yeah. Holy shit. That are delivered to you? There's like 200 million people in Africa that are like, <laughs> I would love to be burdened with your life. Yeah. Everybody in Mexico would be like, holy shit. I, I would have to work out twice a day and eat six times that's like an awesome month you know me. what
0: you know what I think that when they when they say that the grind they talk about the grind how hard it is you know what they're talking about they're talking about how bad their body feels uh, going through that that's yeah. what they're talking about they're talking about they're getting to that point where their body let me tell you something if you're fighting your body if your body doesn't want to do something and you're fighting it that's going to be a fucking grind and you'll probably lose well, in, in- Ta- well okay part of me agrees with you um, but part of me
2: also thinks people are mentally soft Okay.
0: Right, um, right, but they're not going to succeed by just being tough and. Do, they're got to be smarter about it. Part part of, right, it, part right. of it is the
2: actual physical right, part right. because they're you know your want to spawn and hormones. However, let's look let's look at something objectively. Uh, the majority of people in the fitness industry, as far as like fitness models, competitors, means they couldn't do anything else. Mm. Am I right? Yeah. It so, could be. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying. Let's yeah, look yeah. at most fitness model guys. Uh, most of them are pretty fucking stupid, right? right. So <laughs> no, no, am I lying? No. But yeah, how many guys are they're, know. they're handsome, but they're yeah. dumb as fuck? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not gonna name any names. Just be honest. Yeah. Meaning they couldn't do anything else. Like they couldn't make it through Santa Monica Community mm. Junior they College. They could have stripped. They no. Well, they tried. But they probably had no rhythm. But I'm saying. But let's be honest. <laughs> right. Most of these guys they couldn't do anything else. Meaning, obviously, they weren't big enough and athletic enough to play sports because they would have probably gotten to college, gotten a degree. Degree. Um, they weren't smart enough to get into like anybody can get into insurance sales, right? I'm not knocking insurance sales. I'm just saying they couldn't do anything. Couldn't get into mortgages. They couldn't get into insurance. So they're like, okay, I'm 5'8", 170 with abs. I'm going to get into the fitness industry um, and try to make some money. And so it's like you failed at everything. You had no drive, no intellect, no skill to do anything else. And so you've. And I've always said that the fitness industry is, is full of a bunch of people ever, from the bottom of the barrel. And I know people are going to be upset right now, but that's why I tell people don't idolize Fitness mm-hmm. people. That, you know what? It's, Don't idolize them. It could not be so more true. And
1: and then the real smart people, the people that, that are making millions, are, billions the ones that control. are the ones that are controlling it. And they, the, the big supplement country, companies and the leagues and everything like that, they prey on these small-minded mm-hmm. people. That don't know any better, oh. and and they dangle little carrots in front of them to make them think. Well, I'll, I'll take and it, and they just they fall right in. Well, into. I'll, I'll take it to oh. another. They fall right it. Direction. I'll, I'll give them
0: celebrity Bro. for that I'll, moment. Oh, I'll, I'll give it it you some direction.
1: likes. I'll give you some likes and twenty percent commission, and you'll be the fucking. Well, twenty percent is like four
0: percent. Yeah. No, let me, <laughs> it's not even twenty. Uh, let, uh, me, uh, let me let me let me take another. You direction. get more commission I, at GNC. I think this. I think this is it. I think there's a lot of people in the fitness industry with the body image issue. A lot of people in the fitness industry with the. The, the the fragile ego and they get into the industry because they have to obsess about it because they have to be in it they have to always stay in shape they always and and it but it's it, also because
2: they couldn't do anything else
0: I mean they it could no it could be it could be I mean some people I, I think a lot of like trainers I think love Training people. Well, let's. Well, okay, time, but time out though. You're Joe talking so, about the Joe people. So, Joe's
2: so
1: right, right now because. Well, time out,
2: there's very, like, I'm talking about people that are, that they, they just compete and they, yes. maybe they train on the side. Oh, so, yeah. like you said, Here's the no. thing, if you're a good. That's exactly okay, how I think took we're it. confusing the two no, things. Look exactly. like so people stage. that are professional trainers, like, that's your career. Yeah, like, that's, those people, I'm not, I'm not totally knocking separate. those right, people. Right, right, those right. are people that got educated, are good trainers. No, no, I'm not knocking. I'm saying people, okay, let me differentiate. Joe, So, like, you said, you've been in the fitness industry for like 18 years. Yeah. When I think fitness industry, I think – yeah, yes, you've been in that part of it. When right. I think fitness industry, I think of like uh, a fitness model or a competitor. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, Not someone who's training people, providing right, a right, service. Right. I'm saying people that couldn't even do that. Right, right. But they're like, maybe I can take a picture for a magazine or right. pose in this. Well,
1: let's break break the Olympia
2: stage, yeah. male and female.
1: Yeah. That's – I mean, if you just look at it like that, if you just, just section them out, like how many of them are really running their own business or do, or did something before –
2: they none, were, none, 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 none of them, none. Mm-hmm. or can you even do anything now. I don't know one, I don't know one, no. you know, there might be one, but I don't know one. Dude, I mean, I, I'll be, yeah, I'm not going to call anybody out, but I sat down with a certain uh, men's physique, uh, Olympia, you know, Mr. O, you know, winner, Jewish, whatever, um, okay. and, and, and like literally detailed out, like, this is what you have to do, this is how you. How tall you, is he? Um, <laughs> tall, <it's not, laughs> shorter than Papa Smurf, but um but I was like, literally, like this like, listen, you have I'm like, you have to create a website and you have to do this. I'm like, use your exposure to make you money. Uh, and these motherfuckers still, and a lot of the, here's you now I've detailed, I've detailed out how to do my website for a lot of people. You know, a, lot, a lot of other fitness models. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not someone who tries to keep other su- successful people down. I've written emails to other fucking fitness uh, people. how-to. Giving, like a how-to manual, like a foolproof manual of how you can make a crap it. of money. I don't get it. Um, and and no none of that is Too success. hard. I mean, dude, fuck. I could pull like right now. I could pull up my phone and right I'll go to my PayPal for my website. And I know I I let's see right now. So I uh here we go. Ready? I'm not gonna, I'm, just, I'm not gonna bullshit you guys. So I transferred money this morning, eight thousand dollars. <laughs> oh well, oh, look. I love you. So here we go. Show us. Okay, here we go. So in the last seven hours, we're all showing each other so dicks later. My website, my website has rang. What does that say? Forty three hundred dollars. Yeah. Mm. While we've been sitting here being assholes and being drunk. Yeah. That's all. That's, that's the money I've made, over four grand. I'm not well, trying to brag about that. What I'm saying is that they're. they're I, I developed. That, that you've given them the, the, the blueprint. I tried, and nobody yeah. want to do it. And here's. These are, we're talking about people that have like three times as many followers as me, four times as many followers. But yeah, well, people takes, are lazy. It takes balls, too, bro. It mm. takes It balls. is, it, it is. is, and it takes, it takes it a mm. different mm. level of you work. Cannot, you
1: cannot be. A, right. you can't Big be hairy of, balls. You right. can't be afraid of fell. Right. And these guys, these are the type of people that. No, no,
2: They're afraid of hard work. Yeah, that too. Here's the thing they want to take pictures, and they want to take selfies, and they want to post videos. But nobody wants wants to take the time to sit down with IT guys or this. Nobody wants to take time to... uh, When I first developed my website, um, basically I created, like, all access. So anybody who was a member could email me. And I was getting, like, eight or 900 emails a day. Um, And I'll be honest, like, so my reputation, the fitness industry grew because it was, I was known as the only guy who responded to everybody. Right, right, right. And even right now, people say that. So like on my Facebook page. It's
1: one of the most impressive things about you, I have to say. So even on my Facebook page, I
2: have over a million followers. I respond to every question that's a good question. I probably get 300 private messages a day, um, maybe 250 are good questions. And I respond to, these aren't people that are paying me money. I just respond to private messages and try to give them advice. Um, But even when I started my website, before I filtered like different level memberships, everybody was asking questions. Um, I'll be honest, 70% of the questions were almost the same question, but I responded to every person and they were coming in, you know, we figured this out as we went. So they were, and I was, they're all getting sent to my phone. Um, so my phone, like the girl's day at the time, she constantly thought I was cheating on her because my phone was always lighting up. My battery was always going dead, but they were just emails coming in from Singapore and Australia. And, um, and I took, I was like a freak. I took, I responded to every person. Um, and I was, I was doing very well before that financially. But I, what I started to realize is that – it's going to sound really, really cliche, but you know, if you guys know anything about me, I'm telling the honest-to-God truth. When I took the time to respond to people or give them good advice um, and they would write back and be like, man, I appreciate I appreciate you took the time. That's the best compliment in the world. Of course. Yep. When you can take uh, – and I don't care if you're a celebrity or you're a nobody or an in-between. It doesn't matter. When you take the time to impact somebody's life, that's the most rewarding thing in the world. Um, I've been a guy who, you know, when I was 30 years old, all I cared about was money. And all I did was, that was kind of why I got in the fitness industry because I, I remember looking around one night and I was like, wow, I'm alone. Man. I'm just making money. I wasn't giving back. It's the most unfulfilling thing in the world. And I was fucking depressed. Um, but when you take the time, you start changing lives. And even if you sacrifice your personal relationship, you sacrifice friendship, you sacrifice sleep. Um, but you're impacting lives. You're changing people. People are coming back and they're like, sometimes you get, I'll be honest, man, we go through my, my Facebook right now. Um, you get kids sometimes that are suicidal. They're getting bullied yeah. at school.
0: They're overweight. You get a lot of the, in fitness. You get a lot of that. You, you do get to change lives. It oh, is an opportunity. Dude, it's it. unbelievable, yeah. man. So it that is, part of the fitness industry is a very, very good thing. Yeah, it's unbelievable. How, how long have you had your site, your website <sighs> since 2011? So oh, okay. four years. Okay.
1: Yeah. yeah. That's that. Um, I mean, uh, yeah, that's, that's so close to home for me on a couple of things. One, I'm so glad you said that so that my girl doesn't think I'm so fucking crazy when I'm up till 11 midnight freaking responding. No, no, because like, I oh. see
2: what you do, man. You you, you actually... I, I always know the difference between... I don't mean to interrupt you, but I know the difference between the, the phonies and the people that are real because it's, right. like, it's like, do you interact? Do you respond? Right. Some people... I'm not going to call it out. Some people only respond if it's going to make them money. And I get it. It's a business. Sure. But at the end of the day... Um, People can understand if you're transparent or not, and if you're someone that's only trying to push a dollar, you're not trying to help anybody, people see that. You know, it is what it is. So, when I see them. Um, Listen,
0: these are the people that made you successful. Right, that's is. the bottom line. You're not yeah. going to be successful without them, so right. you need to, you know, don't bite the hand that you know, feeds you, right? We're a rare breed, though, you know? Uh, well,
2: like I said, if the majority of people in the fitness industry, if they had the work ethic or intellect or drive, they would have been doing something else. Uh, you know, a, a former fitness uh, you know, superstar that's no longer with us, but... Uh, he, he he gave me a lot of guidance when I got in the industry and um, kind of taught me how to make my website and stuff. But what he said to me is he goes, he was very blunt the way he said things, and I wish he could be on this radio show. But what he had told me was, we're kind of in the industry of, a, it's like playing uh, dodgeball at recess with a bunch of retards. And he's like, if you have any coordination. <laughs> I love Greg Platt, too. I'm, I'm not saying, saying it was Greg. I, but I, yeah. I uh, fucking but love Because if you have any kind of coordination, you're going to win. He's like, well, we have coordination. But that's what he meant. It's just, it's like, if you put in the effort and you try, it's like you're going to succeed. Um, and I'll tell you, let me tell you an awesome story about that dude. I was in Body Power 2012, and um, I was at the SciTech Nutrition booth with, like, Cedric Mill and all those things. We had huge lines. They closed doors at 6 o'clock, and um, our booth was huge. SciTech Nutrition is, like, the um, optimum nutrition of Europe. I mean, they're, like, by far the biggest nutrition company of all of Europe. So we, you know, our, our line probably dissipated by, like, 6.30, done signing autographs. So I'm walking down the alley, I turn a corner, there's a huge fucking line of people. The rest of the convention center's empty, right? All the lights are off. There's a huge fucking line of people. And it's gotta be like 400 deep. And I I walk around, I'm looking, I'm walking up the aisle, and it's Greg by himself at the Metrex booth. And as he always does, he's holding court, talking to every single person. Um, I've never seen someone work so hard Most people at at expos when they come up they want an autograph they just they get an autograph they take a picture that motherfucker man I'm like getting teary I think about that that dude would change your life in three or four minutes cool um and he would do it 500 deep every hour and I mean I'll be honest so I mean they I remember Sean Stafford telling me that they didn't turn the lights off the main lights off the place till 8:30 so he was there two and a half hours after closing making sure every single person. Got to see him. Um, so again, the fitness industry is everybody wants to work as least as possible, get as have as much ego, get paid. Um, that dude was deserving of everything that he got and more, and probably should even get more praise um, because to him it was never about the money, it was never about the fame. Um, I never seen someone care so much about changing lives. Right. You can't, here's the thing: you can't fake it. Yeah. Um, a three hundred pound girl walks up to him, wants a picture. And, and she's just like, you know, I, you know, I don't feel good about myself. And he, he would sit down, and he would break it down and he would tell her, you know, it's not about where you start, it's about where you finish. And the most important step you take is the step that you take after this conversation. And what are you gonna do moving forward? Stop looking at, at your weight loss as 100 pounds or 150 pounds. Look at what you're gonna do tonight. Mm-hmm. And then you're what you're going to do tomorrow and focus on the process of feeling good about yourself. Don't think about the end state. Don't think about the future. He was the one to taught me. He was like, don't think about success as an end state as a finality. Um, if you think about success as a trophy, something you're trying to achieve, you're, you're going to fall, sell yourself short. So people all the time will be like, uh, success is having the big house or having, uh, the, the hot girlfriend or driving the Ferrari. It's not what success is. If you focus on like trivial accomplishments or material things, when shit, it's the fam. When life gets tough. Um, you know, and life slaps you in the face like it's going to, your motivation is going to drop. You're not going to work those 18-hour days. You're not going to work six or seven days a week, um, just to be chasing a car, you're like, oh, do I really need to drive a Ferrari? I can drive a, a Dodge Hellcat. Or I got yeah. a Ferrari, um, But I'm just saying. But it's like if, if your goal is something that's so shallow, you're not going to chase after. There has to be a deeper meaning in what it is you're doing. Uh, and what, what Greg's best message was fall in love with the process. Fall in love with the process Fuck, of getting yeah. better. Yeah, we we yeah, just, Something you know. we talk about all the time. Oh, yeah. We well, do. It's like the people that are like, I'm going to diet all winter and I'm going to get in shape. I'm going to get abs. By this thing. That's great. But if that is your goal, what happens with most people when they reach that goal? They attain it and then they lose it. Yeah. And it's and called post goal depression. Right. They, but the problem is, is that they're miserable going through the process. How many people do know they go, they're miserable going through the process? So like, I have to do cardio. I have to do this. And so it's like we were talking about training before. Um, sure. Could I put on more muscle if I trained differently? Absolutely. Would it be probably better for my body? 100%. But you know what it is? I love what I do. I love the you way love that You love the I process. Trained. I love the You're process. You're enjoying the whole workout. That's the most important thing. Dude, I Step love, one. I love no, I, I, I love the process of mentally and physically destroying myself. Um, I when I was Here's, for example, when I was younger, when I used to lift heavy weights, I had an ego. I had a little bit of arrogance about me, and I was kind of a jerk-off. Mm. Uh, and now I'm like this nice, <laughs> like, shut up. Now I'm like this nice, like, sweet guy. <laughs> no, but I'm saying, but now I just train myself hard. I train myself to failure. And if I'm doing push-ups and I'm falling on the floor or whatever, like doing 10-pound weights – I walk away feeling great. and I walk away feeling humble, and, and that's you know I fall in love with the process. Mm-hmm. I, I love I love
1: that you said that, and I just handed you my phone because it, it gets me all emotional because it's literally I just sent this to a client uh, yesterday, and a client a client and a, and this is the stuff that nobody. This sees. is something
2: Greg would have written. Somebody. This is something. This is, great, yeah, this is something text.
1: that nobody nobody hears. Uh-huh. Nobody knows about it. Nobody, I know about it. She knows about it. It's a private text message of somebody that I coach Okay, now. so to
2: all you listeners, I'm not going to, you know, get into too much detail, but anyways, i want to say how usually these things work. Um, normally, like a coach or an online trainer, they would say some shit like, yeah, you know, you're on the right path and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, you pay me an extra $200 next month and we'll change up your program. Uh, I'm reading this email he sent to this girl and had nothing to do with uh, business or money. Um, this is actually a very... Go ahead and read it, bro. It's not, it's, I don't say any names. I don't think I say any names. No, but it's just... All you're doing is being uplifting uh, and supportive, uh, and you're talking about the process and, and, and how we go That's the part. That's
0: the part of the fitness industry that, that we all everybody fall. Everybody yeah.
2: worries about the end state, and that's right. the worst thing. If you're always focused on the finality, you're missing the enjoyment day to day. If you have 200 pounds to lose... And you work your ass off. It takes you a year to lose 200 pounds, but you're miserable doing it. Okay, that's great. You achieved that goal. You're not going to keep it. Wait a it. minute. You missed a year of your life being miserable. Exactly. Fall in love with the process every day of getting better. People ask me, like, dude, like, how do you how do you get up every day and do those workouts that you Because you love it. <laughs> well, <it's laughs> that's, a th- that's the dude, bottom I do. line. I, I love it. Dude. That's I'll, the I'll bottom honest, line. Man. I love challenging myself. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, c- could my physique look better? Sure. Do I fucking care? Who do I have to impress? Mm-hmm. Could I be stronger? Sure. Um, but it's going to make me a better man. Right, it's not, right. um, you know, Mike O'Hearn. He's you know a legend in the fitness industry, and, and he's unbelievable physique and strong and blah blah blah. Um, and I trained with Mike when I was early on in the fitness industry, and and it, I respect everybody's own style. But I remember I was doing legs with Mike one day, and it was like seven eight minutes between sets. I couldn't get into it, man. It's like it takes two hours to do legs. Mm-hmm. I'm like I can't do this, dude. Like I know you don't have a job, like you don't work all day, so like you can take three hours to train legs. I got shit to do, man. Like, you know, and, and I still buried you in squats at the end. So, I'm just, <laughs> but, I'm just, but I'm just saying. But it's like if you have that, to, you know, ability to do that, to waste that much time, that's great. How many of us can sustain our focus and intensity right. doing that? So it's like, Unless I, that's
0: what you enjoy, right? That's Unless that's what you enjoy, that. yeah, exactly. But,
2: but here's the thing. What's the, what's the reason that most people fail in the gym? Because they get bored, they lose their motivation. Um, I'm a big believer of changing up your workout routine constantly, especially if you're someone who's under, undertaking like transformation. You got to keep people motivated. Um, there is, like, you always I've seen your post. There is definitely a science mm-hmm, to how mm-hmm. you train um, the, the the rep ranges and and uh, time between sets. However, sure. if you're a 30 something single mom or whatever, and and you're 30 pounds overweight, or you're a guy that's 50 pounds overweight. The most important factor is not what rep range you work in or your time between sets. Of us course us. not. The most, fa- the most important factor is is that you, what motivates you, and drives you're, you. are you're, you're excited to go every right. day. You're consistent, right. of course. Right. And, of course. And, that's the, and it's like honestly, listen, I, we yeah. talk about this yeah, all we, time. We it, preach it,
0: frequency pretty much over anything. if, well, if, we, if you want to, you know, break it down to that. Sal
1: has one of the best things that he's he's said before, and I, and I'll say it again because it's it's probably one of, in my opinion, one of the smartest things that he's ever said which is that a, a, progr- a, a half-assed program done consistently will always supersede The best program done inconsistently. Absolutely. So if you find something you're passionate about, you love to do, and you can do that consistently, that will impact and change your life more than anything else whatsoever. So at the end of
0: the day, you gotta love what you're doing, which is the bottom line. Which
1: I believe, even though we we bash CrossFit, we bash a lot of things out there as far as modalities that we think are silly and yeah,
2: but however, if CrossFit gets you to the gym which you've never gone before, that's great. Of course. And we say that. And we say that. You know what I'm
1: saying? If you if that's your that fits right into your competitive mold and you
2: like to compete against somebody in the Or or try something else. You just have to to understand what your goals are. So if your goal is to build a certain type of physique, then CrossFit's probably not for you. And that's what I tell people.
1: What I don't like is that, you know, then you take something like that that explodes and does so well and it goes huge... And then they start to market in a sense that it's it's you know, this these are the fittest people in the world and this is the best way to train your body to get in shape and be healthy. And it's like, no, that's not true. Yeah. No, it's not true. If you like doing it, you love the sport of it, I'm all for it. Just like I, I think it's awesome that people play football. People play soccer, people play whatever, basketball. Right. I think that's awesome. If that helps you stay healthy and in shape, I'm all for it. But do not fool yourself by thinking that that, that is the
2: most modal the best modality. Right. Most yeah, absolutely. To well, shape it's like people body. some people want to train. I went through a little bit of phase of this before I moved on it, but some people want to train till failure all the time. They want to be mm-hmm. sore for six days and then get their next workout. And I'll be honest everybody listening, that's not the best way to be fit and to be, to build muscle. Um, you, would be, you would be better off, correct me if I'm wrong, you'd be right. better off not doing a 60 set arm workout, but doing like 10 or 15 good sure, sets, sure. focusing on muscle contraction, but doing that two or three times a week, sure. you know, not putting yourself where you're, and here's the thing, like, you know, like, Everybody thinks like, they're like, oh, I was so sore after my workout. You shouldn't be sore all the time. No. You no. should only be sore when you dramatically change something. When you maybe you change your rep scheme. Maybe you normally right. you do like, you know, 10 right. sets of 10 on squats. But maybe this time you do four sets of 40 and all of a sudden you're sore as fuck. It's fine. But you sh- if you're sore all the time, um, sound if I'm wrong but that, there's, that, that's a problem in like the hormonal well, te- response te- te- of your body te- right technically,
1: technically soreness is actually a sign of overtraining well, so, right. te- so, technically so, you know, so. soreness
0: is just a poor it's just a very poor indicator of whether or not your workout it's, was it's effective a, it is a right. sign it doesn't tell
1: you much it's a, it's a sign it's a, it's a sign it's, a, it's your first indicator of overtraining uh, most times when I'm really really sore I the thing that the flag that goes in my head is like I didn't need to do all that Right. I, that's what I, you know sure. great workout sure. loved it awesome I'm sore as fuck but it's like wow
0: I guess I didn't need to go well, that you, far you you've said it pretty well as far as like now your your priority is recovery as opposed to adapting right 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 it, to a new stimulus right right you you, you want you, your you body prioritize recovery right. you want your body to prioritize that adaptation and not just recovery because you can you can switch the switch over and then your body's not trying to adapt anymore it's just trying to recover and so you get sore recover get sore recover get sore recover uh with no progress well dude, when i was younger and i thought i was
2: you know Fucking Superman! I was a fucking mental midget. You um, I, I was like train every day. I no, love self-deprecating humor. Oh, but it's life. true. But I, I was know, like, was. I was like, no days off. Oh yeah, uh, ace you know, rotator cuff surgery, and you know, <laughs> was, and my my orthopedic surgeon was like, do you not see the fucking pattern here? You see the writing on the he's wall. Like every fifteen months, he's like, it's surgery. He's like, why don't you stop training like a fucking idiot? <laughs> um, and so now it's like now I, I use the barometer for like days off. Like if I feel sore like three days in a row, like my chest, shoulders. You know, if I'm feeling sore, it's like, okay, now it's time to take a day off. Mm-hmm. You know, rest. Mm-hmm. Because it's like your your body's telling you something. Because my workouts aren't really changing so much. I'm not doing anything crazy. But also my body starts to fight back. Right. you you gotta take a day off. You gotta right, rest. Right, right. Uh, and like Jay Cutler, he, he's a great source of information. He's one of the dudes that told me. He's like, What what do you train? I'm like usually like six days on, one day off. Uh he like, why don't you do three days on, one day off? And I was like, Oh, but I feel like I'm, you know, being he's like being weak. He's like, Why? He's like, Because you took a Wednesday off versus like a Saturday. I thought about it. I was like, wait a minute. I'm like, the busiest part of my fucking business week is like on a fucking Wednesday or a Thursday. I go. should be taking that day off. Yeah. <laughs> and what I found is I was more productive. I was happier. And that day off in the middle, I started feeling so much better. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I give people credit when you're like, push hard and no days off. And, and that's, if you if that makes you mentally feel great, which I don't think it's possible, yeah. unless you're on like meth or something, but <laughs> I'm just saying, Um <laughs> but use a little bit of common sense yeah back if you're trying to change your body and and women are the worst they're like oh but i think i gotta do cardio every day and i gotta lift and and i eat perfect there's something to be said for of of giving your body a little bit of leeway because if you're if you're constantly pounding your body down and and you're and you're beating your muscles down and it's gonna suppress your hormones right Mm -hmm. especially with women they're so sensitive you're not going to be able to lose weight you're going to suppress your testosterone levels and rise your estrogen levels and it's it's not healthy for them, and right. it's not healthy for us guys to date them because they were crazy, and it's just it's ridiculous. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, it's so many
0: levels. Oh, it's <laughs> so horrible. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. For more information about this show and to get valuable free resources from Sal, Adam, and Justin, visit us at www.mindpumpradio.com. Until next time, this is Mind Pump.